This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Trista's height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. We're live on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on the Odyssey app. You can watch Ryan taking that bet MGM helmet and just... just, he's just well, you get you had your wins back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the problem is you can't really get it in the shot the way you're sitting, so you Who might want to, like... The opposing team would, would come down and all the fans, like, parents would be walking and, and what we would do, and I got to do the clean version... But we would be like, you know, like, uh, here, I'll throw out an NFL team for All right. you. Um, Chicago Bears, we screwed them. And that's what we would yell in the locker room. So the other team, after getting beat like 16 nothing, that? would have to Can walk down there and Can hear us that? just yelling that? it. Yeah. Send me that. Send yeah. this. All right. Yeah. Put it on. Don't put it on. No, we no. might not be able to get it on. Miami Heat, we, we screwed them. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, with the F word, we would do it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Good that old cat looks cool, you know? Yeah, it is. You thought, you, thought it, you thought that trade was eventually going down. It was like, oh, it's inevitable. You're going to get Dame. And then, well, uh, another team swooped in. The Milwaukee Bucks. Hate to see it for the Heat. Have you decided now on actually getting a real media pass? No, you know what? I'm just going to watch the games in the studio with you guys every oh, single night. No, you're not. You know, you're not on a Saturday. Better. They play week- to bet at all. They play weekend games, Bet your whole 401k. <laughs> the Cubs are up 3 nothing, by the way. So, see? Positive, positive vibes here. You got this. 503C, bet yep. it all. Yep, yep. Cubbies are going to win tonight. Unfortunately, though, I still don't feel really good about those postseason chances. You know what? We all need that because we need them to turn it around and get to the World Series. So You're damn right, Nick. Stop it. You're damn right. Stop it. And oh. if they don't make the postseason, I've kind of talked myself into that being okay, too, because that means maybe David Ross is gone. And he is <laughs> yeah, but see, nice words. My mom said if you have nothing nice mm-hmm, to say, don't say mm-hmm, anything at all. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. is a... Doo-doo head? Mm, not a very good manager. There you go. He's not very good at his job. He was pretty mm-hmm. decent on Saturday Night Live. He there was a go. part of mm-hmm. my favorite baseball team of all time, the 2016 right. Cubs. Did Homer in mm-hmm. Game 7 of the World Series, too. So he'll always have that. But, uh, yeah, he's not a manager. All right, well, now say something nice about the Vikings. The Vikings mm. have Justin Jefferson. There you go. Who, when he was at LSU. Jordan Edison. People forget when he was at LSU, 110 receptions just out of the slot, over 1,200 yak. He was a big yak. Look at you, guy. see? You could say nice things about any team if you really want to. Okay. Jeff Feinberg jumps on with us, Mayo Media, odds checker. Do uh, yeah. you want to say something nice about the Chargers since he's saying something nice? I mean, Chargers, you know, listen, that offense at least is something we can count on, I feel like, week by week. Fun and sadness. That was my, <laughs> you asked me my thoughts going into the season. It was an easy prediction. The games are fun. They're entertaining. Got Justin Herbert. He's incredible. Nine touchdowns, nearly 1,000 yards, no interceptions. He makes maybe a throw a quarter that just leaves my jaw on the floor. But sadness. It's usually always sadness. And to be, to like lose a game of stupid to the Chargers, the Vikings are our sister franchise, but you must be real bad if you're going to lose a game of stupid to the Chargers. You look at the Raiders uh, playing the Chargers this weekend. 
both one and two teams. I can't for the life of me figure out why the line is five and a half, Jeff, other than the fact that Vegas must just believe that the Chargers want to find ways to lose because it's inside of their DNA. You do lose Mike Williams. Obviously, Josh Palmer's still there. Quentin Johnson may be looking to step up. You know, What's your thoughts on just how that game, in your mind, will play out? Well, right now, the injury report is deep. It's midseason for the Chargers, and it doesn't even include Mike Williams, as you mentioned. Eckler got in a limited practice, but Derwin James left last week's game, wasn't even in there for those two goal line stands in the fourth quarter, uh, out with, potentially out with a hamstring. A lot happening on that injury report, and Jimmy Garoppolo on the other side. I... I don't even think the Chargers are going to try to run the ball until Eckler comes back. I think it's going to be a lot like last week. We're going to spread him out, and Herbert's just going to dissect from go. As long as the offensive line is healthy, that should allow Herbert to do what he needs. The Raiders, the Chargers have proven they'll probably give up points to anybody. Ryan Tannehill connected on a couple huge deep shots. So there's no reason to think whoever's playing quarterback wouldn't move the ball for the Raiders. Uh, but I don't know whether you're implying you think the Chargers should kill them and the line is short, or no one in the world wants to lay the Chargers laying any points, let alone more than a field goal. If it's Brian Hoyer, I want to lay it. But you know, you already know I'm a believer in the Chargers. I've talked myself into now we get hot. I mean, J.C. Jackson, we're probably never going to see him again, but now, now we get hot, Jeff. Actually, you just saw the Vikings. Here's one where I was looking at it because we've seen crazy line movement. They opened at one and a half on the look ahead now all the way out to four against Carolina which I guess kind of makes sense although I think Carolina is better right now with Andy Dalton than they are with Bryce Young if you had to play this game would you go with Minnesota to get their first win now that we're past the three or uh, do you like Carolina in this game yeah um having to make a pick on this game I haven't bet it but I did lean Minnesota I feel like desperation has a better chance of leading to brilliance with them over Carolina who is probably staring a doomsday scenario in the face now um, not owning their first overall pick. The defense was supposed to be a strength. Everyone I like on that defense outside of Burns is essentially not playing anymore. Uh, again, it could be a for, – for the Bears fans, all they get to enjoy is watching Carolina lose maybe. So, Jeff, anytime someone's come on this show this week so far, for me, the biggest question, I want to find somebody that's brave enough to take a side in the Broncos-Bears game, which may be – the ugliest. You're brave enough to do it. Which side are you on? Bears. I actually, yeah, real money, I really like Denver. I got in on three, and this isn't, there's no stats, there's no model. I don't know if you could appreciate it, but it's just straight from the gut. It's like angry dad theory. Which team is more afraid to lose again and have to face their head coach? And I think the Broncos are probably more afraid of their head coach than the Bears certainly are of theirs. Patrick Sertain is a lockdown corner. I know Miami did what Miami does, and they're going to do it to everybody, but I am certain Sertain can just lock down half the field. So now you got Justin Fields with half a field gone. I really do like Denver, despite having no actual reason other than maybe this Sertain thing I mentioned. Uh, but the Bears are in probably a way bigger mess than, than the Broncos. They'll still be in a mess in a month. I'm not 100% certain the Broncos will be. That's a good point. Uh, 49ers, 14-point favorites against a team that is 3-0 against the spread in first halves and full games. Feels like that's a lot, except for that the 49ers are an absolute buzzsaw, and it doesn't really matter what the line has been pretty much this entire season. They just blow it out of the water. What's your feel on this one? 
I'd be willing to lay the 14. Great Arizona emotional win. You could argue they should have more than that. You could know that I'm afraid as one of those guys heavy on the Arizona under four and a half and bought into all that offseason talk. So no role better be happening there. San Francisco is, them and Miami are in a class of themselves, as I saw someone mention. There are two tiers in this league. And in one tier, everyone gets yards. uh, San Francisco and Miami get yards for free. For free. And then everyone else has to actually work for the yards that they get. Um, and you can separate the, separate those teams accordingly. Extra rest. Uh, not again. I don't like laying big numbers in the NFL, but I would lay it with San Francisco. You know, Jeff, coming into the season, we looked at the Jaguars. Maybe not you. I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. But I really like the Jaguars. I know that coming into this year. Right? AFC's loaded. Lots of great teams. Lots of great offenses. Young quarterbacks. Are the Jags frauds at this point? I don't know that they're frauds because every time I'm watching, they seem to like be dropping a pass or a guy's just got a foot on on you know an out of bounds line. Lawrence still seems to be playing a lot of elite level football, but yeah, an embarrassing situation. The rap on Doug Peterson was the teams always start slow and and they ramp up and get heavy. Maybe we're in to that again, but I think the margins can break for the Jags, and I think it's a perfect matchup. I think they represent a pretty similar matchup and struggle for Atlanta that Detroit did. Uh, They can be great against the run. When you're watching all seven games, eight games at once on Sunday at 1 o'clock, so you're watching 14, 16 quarterbacks, no one is worse than Desmond Ritter. Like, you're watching it all at the same time. No one is making worse throws. I'll, I'll take Jacksonville at their, you know, fake England home, whatever. Yeah, he's, Desmond Ritter is terrible. And I got a lot of Atlanta over eight and a half. I feel like Heineke is the upgrade, and they. I'm hoping to see it by, like, quarter three if, yes. if, if it's bad again. Uh, Jeff, what are you doing, if anything, in Miami, Buffalo? Actually, Buffalo down to two and a half, but it's minus 120 at MGM. And then the total's 54. Dolphins three and oh, Bills two and one. What are you doing here? I don't know what I'm doing, but I mentioned seven TVs. It'll be it's the big screen game. That's yeah. the one we all gotta watch. Maybe it's a litmus test for the Dolphins in some regard. But if yeah, right now gun to my head, I actually think they bury Buffalo. And I could be dead wrong, and I don't have money on the game. I don't have a strong opinion, but my opinion is uh, they do to Buffalo what they've kind of done to everyone else. Who you're just not ready for it. Yeah, I uh, another team that I think. We all have high expectations for Jeff is the Eagles. Ryan doesn't think that the Eagles look as good as he anticipated them. I kind of feel like they have looked good, especially with the rookie play, right? You got Jordan Davis balling. You've got Jalen Carter balling. That pass rush looks elite. Uh, Jalen Hurts still himself, and the running game looks like it hasn't really missed a step. They play at home against the Commanders, divisional rival, eight and a half. Again, kind of like the Niners. Feels like a lot. To me, it feels like the Eagles cover this, but I'm a little worried. So I I also would lean with the Eagles, and that's almost essentially just maybe because of my – I've now got this opinion that Washington will look great against bad teams, but will look – I mean, yeah, but will look horrible against really good teams. I think that's a trend that I could buy into. Ryan should respect the Eagles more. Most teams (laughs) other than the Chiefs have Super Bowl hangovers. They're winning games. They replace both their coordinators. That defense is a straight – wagon out of the gate you mentioned the the rookie play um there's no reason not to be buying what's happening in philadelphia or underselling it at all yeah i was feeling better about dallas is what was happening there but then they killed trayvon diggs they lost to josh dobbs and we got dak throwing picks again so now i don't feel as good so the eagles are probably in good shape 
Talking to Jeff Feinberg, BetMGM tonight. All right, we can't have you on and not talk about the Ryder Cup, and you're doing God's work, still focusing on golf, because we've been so, I guess, waist-deep, knee-deep, whatever you want to say, in football right now. It's crazy to think that the U.S. hasn't won a road match in this in, in, in three decades right now. So give us just big picture of the course here and some of the plays you're looking at. Yeah, so Marco Simone, par 71, uh, 7,300 yards. It's not going to be that diabolical... Um, strategic course in the way that the golf national was to take it, you know, to take advantage of putting the U S bombers in bad spots because, Hey, look at this Rom, Rory Hovland, they're bombers too. So they can't, you know, try to penalize their, their better players as well. So I think in that sense, it might fit the U S style of play more. I got to pat myself on the back because during Friday of the open championship, I tweeted, well, Brian Harmon was winning by a touchdown. I am betting you're up plus 200 that was the line at christmas when we just thought the u.s would still be a wagon so much has changed from hovland truly becoming a top three four player in the world to a lot of things looking different than we expected on the american side i got plus 200 plus 190 plus 165 how would i play it today exact score it's going to be close 15-13 on both sides uh, pays over 15-1 to 1. but as for other prop markets Rory is my top overall point getter and I am on a I, I, as soon as the teams were announced and props got out I bet like full Ludwig Aberg ladder top European rookie plus 165 top event rookie 4-1 to one, uh, top captain's pick 12-1 to one. I'm fully in on that I could keep going Tommy Fleetwood over Ricky Fowler minus 120 uh, I got I got a lot. I love this thing as much as majors, maybe more than majors. I love team sports and this go- team sport golf. Screw live uh, with true emotion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but these guys miss hundred grand, like fifty grand putts every weekend. They don't flinch. These like now these putts all of a sudden mean everything. It is truly incredible. You only almost see this out of Olympic hockey or Latin American WBC teams. Like that's the emotion we get from these guys. It's incredible. What's your feeling about top rookie overall, Max Homa, shortest odds? He's obviously a gamer. Uh, interesting pick there. Like, w- what are you doing in this market? Yeah, so I am on Ludwig in that market, but from an, a specific American standpoint, uh, Homa is probably my favorite selection for top rookie and top captain's pick on the American side. I truly love Max Homa. I think this event is perfect for Max Homa. I hope Captain Johnson, you know, trusts Max Homa. Jeff Feinberg, we always love having him on. And got the Ryder Cup swag on, it looks like, too. I think I see that. Yeah, love it. Love it. Always good to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great week. Fun. I, I, I love free stuff, you know? Like, anytime I get any, any free swag, I need that. I think you bought that. Maybe, but maybe it's they nice. gave it to him. It's really nice. Well, you never know. They could have sent Not gonna it lie, his way. I checked the catalog. I was looking to maybe get it myself. I couldn't. Were find you really? That. I couldn't find yeah, that exact clean. one. Yeah, I need it's that. Clean. I need, maybe I need that myself. Is it from another year? Maybe. But I also, I also don't want to like. I can't wear something once somebody else has wore it. Have you ever been like at the club and somebody else wears the same thing? As All you? the time when I go to the club. Do you do you go home and, and change? Have no. you ever been kicked out of the club and then just change your shirt and try to go back to the same club? I've never been kicked out really of the club. Really quick, really quick. I got kicked out of the Oklahoma-Oregon game uh, because I was intoxicated. And then I put a different yeah. jersey on and then 
tried to get in, They're and not... then they chased me into the studio. Oh, they knew it was you. Oh, they did they remember. Knew it was me. See, I would get away with it. And I yeah. jumped. Well, I'm from, yeah. you know, I gotta make a mark. A lot, of, I mean? a lot of times they don't even recognize you. You just kind of slip by and it's good to go. Yeah, exactly. I would just put out a fake mustache, boom. That's what I got. have the glasses too, though. Come on. Bobby Valentine glasses always helps. Keith Smith on Dame's move to Milwaukee next. Bet MGM tonight.